really in a classic tune, man. I got a fucking thumbs up from uh, from Duchon, man. It's always a rarity. A... I know Duchon, not the the biggest fan of some of our cuts on the uh, bracelet. Hates our music. Yeah. Hates our music. So, man, all right. I'm happy, happy to make him happy for once. <laughs> what inspired that one, man? You said it on the last show. Really? You said something about shaking, and I said we got we got to call him Eddie Money. Eddie Money, I know. I well, I love the Eddie Money. Huge, huge fan. Oh, great, great tune. Eddie Money was great too because when we were younger lads, he was one of the fellas that would cruise through our local carnival festival that we had for Fourth of July. Yeah, you get like fuck yeah, you get ELO, but like a third of them, you know. And then uh, Eddie Money would cruise through. This is in their twilight yeah. years. Dude, this was back in the day before the internet, before fucking cougar.com or whatever. You wanted to fuck a cougar, you went to the ELO or the Eddie Money show at yes. Ellis Park. You went to Frontier to Days. Fucking- Days. <laughs> Go to the Beatles cover band show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those cougars were on the prowl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The Festival Days, you sometimes get some really good classic acts, you know, and you don't realize, like, you're seeing them before they maybe go. Uh, I had a friend who was in a barbecue one year uh, in St. Louis, and he saw Smash Mouth, and we were laughing about it, and then no more Smash Mouth now, right? The guy's gone, you know? Like, that's kind of crazy, right? Like, you never know. Uh, When we I recall at the Frontier Days over in um, Arlington Heights, 20 years ago, we had uh, the Spin Doctors played. I was uh, trying to fucking think. Dude, so psycho, bro. I was trying to think (laughs) who that band was. Yeah. It was the Spin Doctors, man. They were. Everybody was waiting for that one song. And the best part about the show was they they obviously waited to the end. And then they literally were like, we know what you guys are waiting for. (laughs) But that's why you do it, man. Right? Yeah, right, dude, they were so like classy about it, though, you know. That was a. F- I remember uh, the the whole town was there, and yeah, it was the Spin Doctors and Two Princes. Is yeah. that is that it? That's the song. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude, that's. If the- you want to love hey, me, baby. <laughs> this is the most '90s sounding song I've ever heard in my so life. So '90s. It's the '90s. This is it. If you want to know everything about the 90s, I think this is the song you can hear. Even, like, the whole attitude is like, yeah, he's a prince. He's buying you flowers and everything. But look at me. I got long hair. I haven't shaved or showered. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm cool. This is like you walk into one of those coffee shops and then everyone's hanging out. You're like, hey, oh, yeah, I'll take the latte, you know? And it's friends and, you know, Chandler's there, right? Everybody's hanging out. That's the fucking 90s right there, man. Album, pocket full of kryptonite. God, I miss the uh, 90s, man. Simpler times, people. Simpler times. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. <laughs> oh, that really cracks me up. Yeah, we we uh got to see some really classic acts over at the uh, Frontier Days in Mellis Park. I, do- I definitely remember we that. Did, we, yeah, we didn't realize how great we had it. That was a great carnival, man. We used to get some, well, we, some we good didn't, shows. We didn't realize we were just off the highway. could easily uh, take the train to those places, and you were just far enough outside of all the violence downtown. You know, we were too young to really kind of comprehend that, I, I feel know. like. No, Nobody I mean, really realizes this. Like, both of our parents were immigrants, and so, like, they just came from these, you know, two immigrants got married, uh, you know, they were brought here when they were children. 
And, uh, yeah, it was forced and indentured enslavement. Uh, you know. No, were. but the fact the fact that they were like, "No, nah, we're gonna leave the city." You know, like, like our grandpa, our mom's dad. Dude, I still to this day I always remember him. He the way he would always talk about Chicago. You know. Well, he would like, yeah. always say, "You gotta live in Chicago to make your money." That's like, right. He would always say, "He would always say, this is the Chicago's the ocean. You gotta make it in the ocean." And then you could survive anywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Well, you know. But it's... then our parents moved to the suburbs, but it turned out to be great for us. Great education. He's you know? still, tr- you know, still right. There's some truth to his statement. If you could survive a weekend in Chicago, you could probably survive in any city in America, actually. Oh, no, I, th- I really do believe it, because now that I'm, like, a union plumber in Chicago, it's like, dude, literally, if you, could do, if you could do plumbing in Chicago, you could do it anywhere. We go to buildings that are fucking 1800s, we gotta, you know, just fix it. I was also, <laughs> I was just thinking about the sheer vi- amount of violence going on around you, and the fact that, uh, you know... Dude, I almost got shot today. Okay, and so let's, let's dig into hey, hey. the exploits of being a plumber, and the downtown Chicago. You know what the worst part about almost getting shot? It wasn't the worst part of my commute home. <laughs> like, that, was, that was the worst part about getting home was I realized the guy pointing the gun and pulling the trigger was not the worst part of my ride home. <laughs> the worst part of my ride home was the fact that they, they blocked off an entire road so that kids could go trick-or-treat. That, was, that pissed me off. <laughs> I'm actually still more mad about that than the guy who pulled the trigger. Right, let's, let's I kind of understand. Dig in here. I'd like to hear a little detail about how uh, you ended up <coughs> potentially on the other side of a weapon. Dude, I'm literally, I'm going, okay, so I'm heading westbound, right? Oh, yeah. Pull up to a four-way stop. This guy in a, in a red Denali. It's a red us. Uh, Red GMC Sierra, the the truck, the pickup truck, the Nolly version. Oh so yeah, nice. I'm familiar. These are beast nice enormous. Now the road I'm going westbound on, I'm looking ahead. There's fucking traffic, and this guy, he doesn't even stop at the four way, dude. He kind of does a little. He slowed down a little bit, but he blew right by it, right? Oh yeah. So I, in my my head, immediately, I lit. I, I'm not trying to like paint myself pretty in this picture at all. You'll see in a minute. In my head, I'm like, dude, this guy clearly is in a hurry, and he knows where to go. You know? Like, he's getting around this traffic. So as soon as I see him blow the stop sign and everything, I fucking turn right, and I get behind him. So I'm like, dude, yeah, let's fly. The next block, he just starts creeping, dude. I mean, he is idling. And he just keeps looking at me in the mirror. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, two blocks like this. So then he pulls up to the stop side, and I just, as he stopped at the stop side, I drive on, I drive around him. I had to go a little bit on the grass. And by that, I mean I went <laughs> a lot on the grass. <laughs> so I drive my van on the grass to go around him, and I flicked him off. And I, you know what I mean? And I, that way I got in front of him, you know? This is good. Man, I like all of this, yes. Because imagine you stop at the stop side of the guy behind you instead of even slowing down, just gunned it around you, you well, know? I, and, uh, yes, you, and you chose the route that went over someone's lawn rather than using the street. It was public property, parkway, okay, parkway. Okay, all right, property, I accept. Yes, property, I, I can see fair, it. This is one fair. of those median areas. Yes, okay, I see it now. No, no, you know, like in front of the sidewalk, that's city property. So 
it's your property, but yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Apples and oranges. And uh, we're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's where the dog shit. I get it. Yeah, I know. So, so I get in front of him. And now I'm in front of him. And now, now Mr. Slowpoke wants, he's on my ass. He's just like revving his engine. He's getting as close to me as he can. It goes out for a couple blocks. And then there's like an opening where there's no parked cars. And he races next to me. So I pull up to an area where there's parked cars, so he can't get in front of me. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm, this is great. Yes. He, right? And my, I roll my window down, and he pulls up next to me. He's like, what the fuck's your problem, bro? You know, he starts talking to me. Dude, the conversation, I wish I had on tape, was so fucking funny. Because I was like, man, I got behind you because you're racing by. I was like, man, what the, you know, I got to follow this. And he's like, he called me the N-word. This guy was not black. <laughs> well, typically i find that to be a compliment but okay continue the best part was we're like literally yelling and fighting he calls me the n-word and it threw me off guard so much i literally stopped and i was like did you just call me the n-word <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a beautiful pc version i imagine of what uh actually went down this is fantastic. i'm not even joking no, no i did not say the n-word i literally said did you just call well, me no, I said I, we, let's, no, no i mean using... i said the n-word like, i was like did you just call me the n-word okay yeah. I was so, okay for those that for those black people that don't believe this story when you're fight when a white man's fighting with a white man the n-word never comes up no it's not a word <laughs> so so actually when it does come up it's like Shock. Well, it means you're now dealing with one of those scary white dudes who's friends with the black guys. Or thinks he is. Uh, yeah, well, right. But either way, this man has confidence enough, stupid, misplaced confidence, to use that word so flippantly that you're now probably more on guard. Yeah. Well, it, no, I wasn't even really on guard because he's like... He just kept calling me, the, and he's like, yeah, N-word. He kept calling me N-word, and he kept saying, you can't fight. And I was like, dude, because it all started where he was like, what's your fucking problem? And I was like, dude, you're dri- I just said, you're driving like a f- it. <laughs> and I said, did you get in that truck to drive or just prance around for your fucking boyfriends? Fucking drive. That's when it got a little heated. And then, uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he started calling me the N word. He literally kept saying, "You can't fight." I bet you can't fight. And I was like, I literally was like, I was like, "Did you call me the N word?" I was like, "Yeah, all right, fine. I can't fight, but you got to stop driving like a." F- and then he pulled out a gun. It was like this, like desert tan with a red dot sight. I think it was a Beretta. Wow. Not really sure. All right, but he. He points it at me, wow. and I see him pull the trigger. He for sure pulled the trigger, and the gun didn't go off. So I don't know if he didn't have it chambered or if he had the safety on. I think he didn't have a round chambered because he started fucking with. He tried to. He was trying to slide it back, and uh, I just laughed and threw. I dude, I had like three quarters of a large McDonald's Coke. Wow. I just threw it into his car, called him a f- and took off. Wow. <laughs> and then the whole time I'm like, man, you're telling me I can't fight. You pulled out a gun. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my god, man. You know what I mean? You put like you literally the, the whole time he's like, I bet you can't even fight, you pussy N-word, you pussy N-word, you can't fight. And then to prove that you can fight. First of all, to prove you can fight, you pulled out a gun, which right there says you can't fight. And then 
you couldn't even use the gun. So to me, it sounds like you can't fight and you're very lucky. I didn't want to fight, you know? Crazy scenario, frightening indeed. There's no doubt about it. However, I, like, what gets me about this is these are two guys who were earlier racing each other to get to their apparent destination at a certain time have now decided to stop and fight each other because we're fighting about racing to our destination. Uh, it, was, it was so funny because after he tried to shoot me, he, uh, I, I, you know, I, I go a little, I go forward, I like take off, you know, go forward, but then I stop because I, when I stopped, I stopped where he had to go behind a parked car to be next to me. So he had no choice but to be behind me and on both sides is parked cars. So I stop, I put it in park, he gets out. And then I, as soon as he closed the door, I put it in drive and took off. And we did that for like four more blocks. <laughs> that is outrageous. <laughs> And then finally, he just turned and went away, and I continued home. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> so stupid. People just the guy's such an idiot. Well, you know, people just have um, too much time on their hands. I think that's the problem. Uh, this, this guy had too much time. To... Too many tough guys in Chicago, man. These guys, they want to be tough, and they think they're, you know. The, I forgot what he said to me. At one, he's like, you got behind me. I didn't know who you were. I thought you were... I don't know. Hold on, though. The one thing is, though, uh, for, in my defense, and I should have fucking shot this guy, because Absolutely when we, got, when we <laughs> got to the end of the block, this other, tr- this other car got in front. I think they were trying to steal my van. Yeah, well, I think if that's the case, you are totally in the right to uh, use all defense, uh, defensive techniques at you know your disposal so you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to explain but where i stopped and made him stop behind that car i think he was trying to get me yeah well in that I, this trap. is this is a thing because, that happens to a lot of people and i think indeed that's probably what they were trying to do because as soon as i got to this one the end of that four block area there was this guy who tried to get in front of me and stop me and the way he drove was un i like couldn't believe he cut off this school bus jumping out of the alley and then he went the wrong way on the street to get in front of me i went on the grass again to get around him and then uh, it was like i don't know dude i think he had it planned with that guy up there you understand what you just described over the last 10 minutes is like mad max without the sand it's unbelievable what you're like oh no no and and, like i want people to understand that the worst part about the whole thing was i do you know what nona said to me when i got home (laughs) Traffic must have not been that bad. Because on Saturday, I came home punching the brick wall. I was so infuriated. This was actually not the worst day I had in traffic in the past week. The problem problem here with our country here, I'm telling you right now, is we have all these young men with all this fire inside them and no way to expel it. And then we have all these criminals. And, you know, sure. Let's say these boys get locked away at some point for trying to do some robberies and, you know, auto theft stuff, like, seems like was trying to be pulled there. I think they were trying right? to steal money. And it happens yeah. all the time everywhere in these major yeah. cities. Uh, let's just say that was what was going on. You know, we've been talking about the lack of recruitment going on in our military. Why don't we start signing up people who clearly like to use firearms? Let's get them in the military, train them up, whip them into shape, <clears throat> send them off to war on this current uh future world war three we have about to uh come upon us mm. i gotta say i read an article today 
I think I sent you a link to it. I hope I did. But it was about how they are raising the age limit for Air Force and Space Force, which now I'm considering, folks. Uh, <laughs> I can't go to space. But um, Air Force... Yeah, but they don't really work, but they literally, I mean... That's what I'm work. saying. Like, yeah, isn't Space Force like a desk job? But So anyways, uh, they're raising the age to 42 for coming in and serving. Interesting timing. I feel like we are on the cusp of them not only raising the age for enlistment for the military and everything else, but we're probably about to see a draft. No, nobody likes my opinion on this. <laughs> Good. I, I, like, I want Israel to start World War III. We need to do something with all the pussies we have in this country. There's something These... going on. We have too much criminality. We have too many young people with too much time no, no. on their we have hands. Too, we, we have too many boys in this country, and that includes men into their 40s. We need men in this country. We need to send them off to war. Only the strong will come back. They will have strong offspring. We need to make America strong again. You know? I couldn't agree more, and that's why we need more guys like General Flynn uh, doing stuff around this country. And I was never a big fan of this guy, honestly. I don't really know much about him now that I'm gonna now that I'm talking him up so much. But the only reason I'm talking him up. Uh, a service man, right? A guy who's been probably... It feels like he's part of the witch hunt, right? The Trump witch hunt on some level. I think he's been taken out by the machine. Yeah, he really... He was like a... Uh, really, you know, he was all over the place at one point about he, Trump, huh? Well, he got crushed by the establishment for his relationship to Trump. Wasn't he fired, though, by Trump? Yeah, but he's also gone through the ringer and all sorts of other, like, lawsuits. And he almost went to prison... I don't know, I feel like a lot of bad stuff happened to Flynn. He was on a podcast. I don't know the podcast. There's a million about, you know, there's four million podcasts. <laughs> but uh, he was on a podcast, maybe even his own, you never know. And he slipped out this little diddly that I really enjoyed. And I thought, I thought like the Matt Walsh's of the world were going to have a field day with it. Maybe they didn't. I'm just not in the Daily Wire world that, as much as I used to be, but... Uh, General Flynn out there admitting, openly, candidly discussing the kitty diddlers out there in our government. We, we have right. the House of Rep we have the House of Representatives right now is totally, completely broken, and yeah. they're totally owned by the corporate uh, lobbyists and, frankly, by the globalists who own many of these people because they've been compromised by, by uh, on their some of these what they call. Codell trips overseas, where th these uh, members of, uh, of uh, both the House and the Senate get compromised by sleeping with children, and they and they and they and they compromise. And these are real things. These are very real things. They or they get they they uh, they get them caught up in in the world of uh, of big big bucks, big money. I never thought I'd be in a world where I'm hearing a general openly discuss the reality that these politicians are indeed going to Epstein Island. Like, that is satisfying for a lot of us conspiracy nutjob tinfoil hat theorists out here because we rarely get a guy who's actually on the inside, on the other team, if you will, the elites versus us, and he's, he's there openly discussing, you know, after he's been destroyed, right? What does he have to lose? So, yeah, I'm going to go out there and talk about how 
Yeah, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of kid fuckers that are running this thing, man. That's yeah, why you were at twisted. the top boy place. Don't tell me you didn't fuck a kid. That's the problem. It really does. This guy definitely fuck a kid, right? He well, he's admitting it right there in the statement. He's saying in order to be a part of the agenda. So I don't know. I I have this weird feeling that the people that are in this World Economic Forum, the globalists, those that are really big on unifying the world under the new world order, they are the ones that are compromised because you got to take a look at dudes like Trudeau. Right? And Macron, you know? And don't look at them when they're in bed together. That's their own thing, okay? They do that behind the doors, okay? Behind the scenes. But, like, look at what they're doing to their own countries. They're, you know, France and Canada have been destroyed from within through their own governments. Trudeau and his entire parliament gave a standing ovation to a Nazi a month ago. That's how badly the rot uh, has been taken over. It was a Ukrainian Nazi. <laughs> that's Ukrainian right, man. Nazi. Of course, like yeah. a clean Nazi. You know? <laughs> Nazi light. He's a circumcised Nazi. You know, he's the ones with... You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Nazi, yes, but the kind of Nazi you could take home to dad. You know? <laughs> But you watch what they're doing to their countries, the decisions they're making. They are lockstep with with the uh, World Health Organization, the WEF. They're right in line with Klaus Schwab and George Soros. And, you know, why would these individuals knowingly, willingly sign up to destroy their own countries, places and homes where they have lived and prospered and places where their own families are living and prospering. Why, right? What would be the motivation? What was the motivation for COVID? To follow lockstep with all the COVID lockdowns and restrictions, even when it became apparent to the the casual observer that they were draconian at best and fascist at worst, right? Like, what? Why did these characters like Biden and and everybody else that are in this liberal cause go with it? You can really make sense of it all if they are all compromised sexually. When it comes to banging kids or doing weird stuff with children in the adrenochrome, that makes the most sense. And it's pretty interesting that we just had the Epstein situation go down, and he disappeared, right? Definitely didn't kill himself. I don't even think he's dead. And and there's many different islands. Dude, the Rothschilds have an island off the coast of Antarctica that you can't even find on Google Maps. Nobody knows about it, but it's there. No, but that... That's why, dude, like this guy, Flint, the fact that I even know your name, <clears throat> it means you already fucked a kid. We all know you fuck kids. Yeah, you're it compromised. Was, you're probably controlled opposition. At best, yes. Or at worst. You know what I mean? Right? I don't know. I think we're at, I think we're at a point, I mean, we always joke about who did and who didn't fuck the kids, but I think like even guys like Adam Carolla, dude, I mean, come on. If, if I even know your name, I'm assuming you fucked a kid. Well, here's at where I point. get within my head, which is... There must be a difference between the knowing and the unknowing, right? The ones who, 
maybe you are just forced into it, right? You become so popular, you sign the contract, you get the millions of bucks, and then you wake up one day and you're in the situation and you can either roll with it or fight it. And if you fight it, well, you never become famous. If you roll with it, here's your no, fame. I think that's what I mean. I think before you're even, you're like, you know, yeah. No, it could be before you're even famous. They got you. You know, you, you can't get to a certain level without them being like. You know how hard it is to become a general. That's what I'm saying, man. These high, powerful people, and you know, you get the rare, mm. random moments. I mean, I'm assuming General Flynn has some sort of like inoperable cancer, and he's dying in like weeks, and that's why he was admitting this on some podcast. Oh, he's, could be. You know, like he's probably yeah. toast. That cancer like, is called CIA. Yeah. <laughs> It's called the heart attack gun. We just point these waves at this individual and they die immediately. It's also called the mRNA vaccine. It also starts uh, fires in Maui, if you want. (laughs) That's your thing. Can we get Oprah online too? Thank you. (laughs) Weird stuff. I find it just uh, spooky, bizarre, and um, interesting because we live in a world now where the information's out there. And as we were discussing the other day, when it comes to COVID, then and even now, even if you were to discuss issues with the vaccine or anything, people just won't believe you. You have your alternative information. So if you you can't get people to even believe they took a poison with the mRNA vaccines right now after all these people, after Chandler died at 54 in the hot tub. He didn't drown. I hate to break it to people. You don't drown in hot tubs. The guy had a heart attack, all right? Like, you see, there's like a murder investigation. I'm, per- I'm positive the man absolutely, <laughs> absolutely had a heart attack. He, he post- the, the posts of him getting Triple boosted are all over Facebook did and you, Instagram. Did man. you see the conspiracy about the cranberries? I give it to me. I I love oh, the conspiracy. Yeah, I, love it. Yeah, I want to hear it. You know I love it. You know I love it when the TMZ conspiracies come up. Ooh, if it's TMZ, yeah. that means it's definitely real and Legit. juicy. Oh yeah, <laughs> not a distraction. Apparently, his last tweet was of three cranberries, and the singer of the cranberries died. Of drowning. Wow. He also tweeted a bunch of stuff where he's Matt Man, and he was doing a bunch of stuff with M- Matt Man and Batman. <clears throat> he might have been losing his mind a little bit. Yeah, he actually. might have been losing his mind. But, dude, uh, speaking of acting, did you hear about the, <laughs> the, the Scorsese movie? Okay, so this is the flowers of the. Yeah. The, the title is longer than the movie itself, which is like, four, which is like four hours long, dude. <laughs> flowers of the midnight moon. Two hundred and six minutes. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I am not you know, seeing that one. You know we have the 90-minute rule. So 206? This is two whole movies. This is two whole movies. Wow. You know? Yeah, just split it up for me, man. Just put it on like Netflix in an eight-part series. <laughs> we'll definitely watch it. But apparently the uh they're the <laughs> they're all pissed because a lot of movie theaters are putting an intermission. Thank you. Finally. 
That's you great. To. You have to. <laughs> you have to. Four hours or three hours plus? Yeah, Dude, wait. we need intermission. How no. long is that? I can't even do the math on that one. <laughs> it's three hours and 26 minutes. That's that's like my lifetime. I can't do that. I, I, like, <laughs> I feel older. I don't even have what that did, much uh, time to spare. <laughs> best joke about a long movie ever is, uh, what was that guy? The British guy when he did the Grammys? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, when he was talking about that other Scorsese movie, where <laughs> they're like the old mob guys, yeah, the which, Irishman. Yes, it was the Irishman, and, and they did terrible CGI. It was absolutely uh, but, awful. But when he said uh, the <laughs> when he said Leonardo took a date to the Irishman, and by the time the movie was over, she was too old. Yes. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring him back. That's right Bring on the back. money. No, he's banned for life. Two, uh, oh man, two hundred and six minutes. That is just absurd. That is absolutely over like the top. You, and insane. If you had a friend who was like, "Yeah, I was in labor for two hundred and six minutes," you'd be like, "Jesus, I'm so sorry." But dude, yeah. <laughs> make make the Netflix special. That's why I think Quentin Tarantino is probably gonna do his last. He's doing his last flick, as he announced. And it's I, they're filming at some point soon. I know the script is out, and they're they're doing the whole shebang. And it's his tenth film. He's claimed it's his last. I think he's claiming don't it's you, his last movie. But he's gonna. Do, I think he's gonna do the streaming stuff. Don't you think he's kind of cheating though with Kill Bill? Well, it's one. That's two movies. It's one concept. I know, but come on. That's I give it to cheating. him. I love. The Quentin Tarantino movies, <clears throat> even though I'm sure he's part of the pedophilia demonics. Satan worshiping, <laughs> whatever ring they got going on there. He, you know, he's he's a weirdo, sick guy. But either way, uh, you know, I, I I dig the flicks, and um, that's how I accept all modern entertainment. But uh, I think he does the streaming. That's why he's like, I'm done doing the movies and the movie dance and having to do the Oscars. Right? It's all bullshit, anyways. And everybody has to suck uh, Howard Weinstein's dick or whatever his name is to get an award. He's you know, <laughs> right. I almost got that right. But uh, <laughs> surprisingly, not the worst experience of the whole thing. That's right. Not the worst taste left in your mouth, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the worst taste is trying to sell the fact that you're traveling through multiverses. <laughs> I love that. Dude. Uh, yeah, dude, the multiverse is uh, it's a whole other level. Well, but... dude, speaking of multiverse, we literally entered another universe. I agree. What is going on in Colorado? Okay, they are yeah. in an attempt. If I could get this correct, they're doing it now, it, right now, as we in, speak. A, in an attempt to quote unquote save democracy. That's right. We are going to just remove people from the ballot and make it so you can only vote for one person. <laughs> to, to save democracy. In this country, to save democracy, the only way to run for president is if you're a Democrat. That's the but only like way. How ma- Dude, how many elections have been in other countries where we laugh at the fact that there's only one person on the ballot? It's pretty strange. Uh, people have been loving it here. The Lady Griswold, and I'm not making that up, her last name is Griswold. That's the one who uh, is pushing this and is all over the mainstream news media 
and legacy outlets, she is a heinous individual and a destroyer of the Constitution. And uh, this country as a whole, <sighs> you should n- we should never allow the power of, of to remove people from the ballots uh, to these idiots. Uh, hey, folks, votes and voting have consequences, but not just that. Mail-in voting has consequence. When when you can just send out a thousand mules, where are my Dineshes at out there? You know I love my D'Souza <laughs> fans. Uh, when you could just mule up the vote and, and, and just, you know, bring in everybody and, and Polis and the whole group, man, they're all in cahoots. They're pushing this. Mike, I didn't believe it. But now I may be a believer. I think they're going to get him off the ballot. Dude, that hurt the heart. When in Colorado you said tonight, it. will former President Trump be kept off the ballot there this evening? You know, the when you said believer, really, really touched half my face. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I uh, I forgot all about him. Yeah, poor I know, Bieber. Everybody did. Yeah, and he's on that island with Zelensky. I've got half a smile going right now just for my beeps. <laughs> Arguing Trump's role on January 6th. <laughs> Speaking of a smile, folks, put on your Sunday best. I hope you combed the hair. Spray a little banaca up under that mouth there. Yeah, that's right. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the animal. Dave <laughs> Disqualifies him from holding office. Here's ABC senior investigative correspondent Aaron Kutursky now. Tonight, an unprecedented trial is underway in a Colorado court where a group of... Hey, dude, stop talking. We're waiting for a chick. He said Aaron was coming. <laughs> Republican voters is trying to keep Donald Trump. <laughs> nah, 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 it sounded like a hot chick was coming. Stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Arguing he engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the Constitution on January 6th in violation of the 14th Amendment. Trump's own words that day played in court. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. The plaintiffs call- And then they cut it every time. They always <laughs> play the same five seconds. It's like, see? He said drink the bleach. He said drink the bleach. Don't you see? No, inject it. He said inject the bleach, Frank. <laughs> the witness stand, Capitol Police Officer Daniel Hodges, and playing video showing him crushed in a doorway by rioting Trump supporters. <laughs> They're showing this... Is that the guy that killed himself like nine months later? I don't know, but he's screaming like it's you know I don't mean you gotta you gotta look into the guy that killed himself, dude. They keep they keep quoting him as one of the deaths of dude. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's literally like he was in the January six riots. He got hit in the head with a barrier fence pole. Six months later, his wife left him. His child died. His dog ran away, and then he killed himself. Clearly because of January 6th. <laughs> like, what? He befriended a lonely farmer named Ray Epps, who kept telling him, No, you're going to go to the garage. You're going to go to the garage, and you're going to shoot yourself. <laughs> the guy's life fell apart in nine months, and they're like, clearly a result of January 6th. Like, what? <laughs> what? Only Silas and his friend Ray Epps, who kept telling him... <laughs> To keep going to the garage. Who, yes, uh, did provide the weapon he shot himself <laughs> with, but uh, totally irrelevant. So many people involved. We're stripping a man from being on the ballot for president. <laughs> and he wasn't even there. We sent a guy to prison for 22 years for not even being there. There's it, so it, many The people. FBI incited the riot. It was literally an FBI incited riot. And then after... 
just insurmountable evidence was shown that this guy named Ray Epps with a MAGA hat was literally inciting this riot for two days. They eventually were like, all right, let's give him a misdemeanor before Garland has to go take the stage. Garland's going to take the misdemeanor. Somebody's going to ask Garland about this. It's probably going to be Rand Paul, so we got to give him a misdemeanor. Like, give that's him a misdemeanor. Was that Tario not even there? 22 years. 22 years. Behind bars, may God have mercy on your soul. We need to save democracy. <laughs> and they always play the this one four-second clip of Trump where he mentions walking down there, and they literally cut it right where he says, We're gonna walk peacefully. He literally he says peacefully after walk, and they cut it after walk. Every single time. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like, no, we can't have him say peacefully. That totally throws off our narrative, man. I don't know, fake. You sound like a revisionist. <laughs> you try to revise history. <laughs> I just fucking love the cut. It's every time they did it on Amy Goodman. They did oh, it on not, only, not only that, dude, nobody has even talked about the Palestinians storming the Capitol. They stormed the <laughs> They stormed the Capitol the other day. Nobody cared. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Maybe in six months when a guy's wife has an abortion, leaves him and everything, then he kills himself, then we'll hear about it. I don't know. I, just, I don't care about anything. It's just if you're going to play the clip where he says we're going to walk down to the cap- Capitol, he literally right after says we're going to walk down peacefully, and you always cut it when he says we're going to walk down to the Capitol, and then you go immediately to like, and then we arrested Enrico Tario for 22 years in prison. And they stormed <laughs> the Capitol building for the first time since the British <laughs> they army. Played, they played Trump, and then they, right after, we cut into it where they're playing, it's just a guy caught in a door screaming for his mom. It's insane. Like, they're just like, <laughs> cut to the most gruesome looking image you can find. Get the best audio you can imagine. And it's just like he's screaming for his life. That's They go from Trump, they cut out his peacefully walking part, they cut to guy screaming for his life in the doorway. It's like, dude, you can't craft a narrative better. Frank, man. to be fair, they only had 40,000 hours to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. What do you want from these guys, man? I, I love this. Limited resource. So anyways, here in Colorado, that's why it strikes home so hard. Here we are just... Uh, I guess we're gonna take him off the ballot for this. It's insane. I was overwhelmed by Miller's mob. I was held there while um, one of the insanes attempted to gouge out my eye. And um, oh, they're interviewing the guy. He's talking about uh. I was able to break it down. I mean, what kind of pussies are we hiring? You're protecting the Capitol. This fucking who can't even cry. Who can't even talk without crying? Mike, they almost. He was saying that they were trying to. They're trying to couch out his eyes, dude. Get the fucking get, get this pussy off the stand. This guy shouldn't be a cop. He's not mentally strong. Oh, these are, you know, we just we discussed uh, this when we were talking about the Boston Marathon bombing, and I was enlightening you to the mm. idea of crisis actors. And has it ever dawned on anyone that the handful or so random individuals who were spotlighted on the 18 episode two season uh, 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 spectacular that was the Jan 6th committee and all these idiots who were testifying like maybe crisis actors 
you know, they called nah. down a lot of security. They called down a lot of cops, and all of a sudden we got these like, you know, random be, individuals. Uh, it used to be my argument for women in the military. I still use it today. Have you met a soldier? Half of them are bitches, anyways. All right, okay. So you just find. Have the bitches you met a cop? Her. Half of them are bitches, anyways, right. dude. This guy is just one of the bitches. He was a plant. And I'm not saying the women are the bitches, but sometimes, a lot of times, the women are the toughest cops. Oh yeah. That's you know right. what I mean? Because you kind of got to be, right? And folks, that is what fantasies are truly made of. And I'm talking about the ones where the chicks don't have the dicks. It's, it's mean, a weird concept every night. <laughs> 14th Amendment, originally written to disqualify people who fought for the Confederacy from serving in government. This is the first time it's being invoked to disqualify a president. For- okay, stop then. Stop. Stop. stop! Yeah, yeah, okay. right there. That's okay. it. That's all I need to know. Then it's a farce. It's a circus, and you guys should stop right now because you are trying to end this experiment that has been going on for almost three hundred years, man. We we like it. We're into this thing. We like this America idea. Why must you bring up something that hasn't been used since the last time where we had what was it called? The Civil War? Oh, okay. Well, maybe you shouldn't be using this idea. They're literally saying we need to get rid of this guy because too many people are voting for him. Yes. So to save democracy, we'll get rid of him. Yes. And then they have to vote for these people that we want them to vote for. Absolutely, dude. This is what it's all of this is what it's all about. Too many literally people what they're saying. Too many people now. Well, the jig is up. We understand it now. It's a witch hunt. You have this guy in court in every state in America at this point that's blue. Okay, we get it. You don't want him on the ballot. And now, so much so, you realize how bad it is, you're going to just strip him off the ballot in Colorado, and, and we're going to get there. They're going to do it in a few other states. What's, the, more you, the more this is pushed, the more people like him, the more people want to vote for him, the more people are like, hey, the establishment, the machine, the powers that be, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, they don't seem to like <laughs> Donald Trump. They really are putting a lot of money behind getting him not even in office, but not even a chance to get there. So maybe I want to vote for this guy. They don't get like, you're like the rich kids and you have all the nice clothes and everything, right? And then you're like, they're they're like, but you like that guy? He's wearing rags. And we're all like, (laughs) yeah, we're wearing rags. That's why we like it. You know what I mean? Yes. Does that make sense? And then the rich kids are like, ah, look, look, he's wearing rags. We took him to court to prove. He's wearing rags. What's weird? Like, yeah, that's why dude, we don't like you. But you're talking about a guy wearing rags, and we're relating him the rag wears, and this guy lives in a penthouse in Manhattan that's literally gilded in gold. Frank, if he says one more thing about E. Jean Carroll, he will be in rags. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be begging me and you for money. Oh, man. God forbid he says anything about Sandy Hook. That's it. He's done for, dude. Hey, just so you know, Trump, this is a Trump house. Yeah, there's two couches in Nona's basement. I sleep on one. You can sleep. I'll even give you the leather couch, buddy. There's always, there's always a spot for the Don. No doubt about it. For the it. Don, we got an extra couch. Oh, man. You know? It's weird. I, I do believe the more this continues, the more this man becomes beloved by all the poor and minority people. Is he a Michael Jackson impersonator? <laughs> 
actually, that's all he needs to do. If he were to go out and impersonate Michael Jackson on a subway. On the subway platform? Oh, oh my God. Don. Don, hit up the dude, man. We could run this campaign. Oh, my God. Amy Goodman's head would explode <laughs> off her neck. Literally, that would be the end of her. She would actually die right there. She wouldn't know how to report on that. If he started doing a Michael Jackson impersonation and then killed Daniel Penny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the left can handle it. So Vindicated. I... I <laughs> Again, it hits close to home. I think this is a horrible, horrible thing that is going on here in Colorado. We are making a terrible name for ourselves. It's embarrassing as a state. It's bad for the country. It's bad, bad for, for the country. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's, it, it's you know, whether or shameful. not I hate your guy, you still have the right to, to vote yes, for Yes, we should all have the right and the equal chance to vote for whoever we think is the right person to run the country. And the worst part is I don't even want Trump. He's not even my first pick. I don't want him. But I should have the right to vote for him. I'm voting for Polyve. Where's Polyve? From Canada. Who? Polyve. <laughs> guy. I got a lot of shit for that clip. Nobody, everybody mentioned the fact that he's eating the apple. I love everybody, apple guy. Dude, yeah, yeah, but he's in an orchard. Yeah, but like in an orchard when he's eating the apple. No, it's a great clip, but also he's yeah. being an ass on purpose to an asshole reporter. I love it. We need more of that, but uh, either way, I got to keep rolling because this is uh, close oh, yeah. to home. Big deal. Running for office again. Trump incited a violent mob to attack our capital. To stop the peaceful None of you can say it without sounding like a little pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, do you hear the weakness in this person's the sniffling, voice? Like, trying to attack our country. Sniveling. He's Come a on. sniveling uh, pipsqueak. That's who this guy is. Our, is there any real man out there that can say this? You know what I mean? We are here because <laughs> Trump claims, after all that, he has the right to be president again. Plaintiff's lawyer is playing Trump's message to the crowd. We're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. But Trump's lawyers... And then they cut it every time. They cut it. <laughs> twice, twice in the same clip. The same clip. Folks, the same clip. They cut it right there. He literally says... Peacefully, my God! Today, arguing the former president did not actually walk down to the Capitol as he said he would. Frankly, President Trump didn't engage. He didn't carry a pitchfork to the Capitol grounds. He didn't lead a charge. He didn't get in a fist fight with legislators. Trump's team dismissing the lawsuit as election interference. A similar case is going to be heard this week in Minnesota. There's another one in Michigan and another set for New Hampshire. Ultimately, David, this... Oh, How many more <laughs> fucking kids? What the fuck are you guys even talking about? Oh, my God. How many more? That That's four to five states that they are going to try and strip this man off the ballot. That is the definition of election interference. My no, we're a God. banana republic. Yes. We're going to go to the ballot. There's going to be one guy on the ticket. That's a bana- We're a banana republic. This is it why might as well be Putin. Well, doesn't now make sense why Kennedy is out there and why he's going to be the third-party guy. It kind of all yeah. adds up at this point. You could see the picture clearly. You're going to go to the ballot box, and you're going to have two choices like you always have. You're going to have Joe Biden and Joseph Kennedy. Who's going to win the majority? 
that's why hope, this is also. I hope everybody's smart enough to realize that they're ruining democracy in America. That's why you only have those two. So you should pick the guy who did it. They know Biden can't win. They're forcing yes. him to be our president. Yes, they know he. Well, this also proves 81 million votes, folks. That's a, that is a harder pill than Paxlovid uh, to swallow these days. I'm telling Greg, you right now. What's been my favorite joke all these years? We had a guy who got the most votes of any other presidential candidate in our history. That's right. And then, and then he lost by 10 million to Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 what? It makes absolute. It, now with this view, looking back, it makes a little bit more sense that I don't <laughs> think he got eighty-one million votes. It's like if you were in a track race, you know, and you got you broke the state record. Oh yeah, you're like, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I broke the state record. Yeah, but who cares, Frank? You came in second place. The other guy beat you by a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What? You, I'll get, uh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, what, say what now? Uh, like, like, not even a barely beat me. I can understand if he barely beat Trump, but it was like 10 million more votes. So uh, we're, we are rolling on the same path here, and what got me about all of this is Kamala Harris. Man, she's making the rounds. She's back. She brushed up. She worked with her team. She definitely kind of, you know, figured out the lingo. She's got her Stop best. talking o- about Venn diagrams. She's got her best Obama impression going on. Um, she was on. So she's s- dating a man with a huge dick. Big <laughs> boy. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, do not dismiss the potential Big Mike candidacy. Had to do it. It can yeah. happen. Um, so well, Democrats need a real man in there, you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, LB, LBJ used to bust out his dong to reporters and ask them if they had ever seen anything so big. <laughs> you can only imagine, uh, there was always one girl who said, Yes, I've been to Italy. <laughs> Well, there was a young intern there, Barry Sotera. He, he said, uh, have you met Big Mike? And uh, that's <laughs> was an old story. Yeah. Barry Sotero, look him up. Uh, he's uh, a legacy. So Kamala was on 60 Minutes, and she was asked about Biden's popularity. And this is right on board with what we're talking about. And uh, here's her answer to what, you know, the fact that they definitely have 81 million voters. A recent CBS poll found that at the beginning of President Biden's term, 70 percent of young people, people under 30, said he was doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Now it's less than 50 percent. Why is that? What's going on? If you poll how young people feel about the climate and the warming of our planet, 
it pulls as one of their top concerns. Stop right there. Stop right there. Talk about- yep. Stop, stop right there. I knew it. Stop right there. I, I, so either the climate got warmer, and that's why these young people that's are right. a little upset, oh, yeah. or you promised them free college and can't deliver. Those 70% believed you were going to eliminate their, cow- their student loans. Now they know you're not. Wait, 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 I'm what? sure it's like. The... What do you mean we're not? No pizza every day? I thought we were going to pizza every day, man. What happened? No, bro. She said Monday pepperoni, Tuesday sausage. <laughs> you know? Bro, you got it wrong. It's Taco Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday. I mean, Thursday, Taco Tuesday. Oh, wait. I thought we were going to pizza every day, bro. Pizza. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, pizza every day didn't happen. That's why the it's, a, it's, it's amazing you promised everybody the world, and they loved you in the beginning. And then, then when they realized you weren't going to deliver, now they don't like you. Yes, and if you don't deliver within 20 minutes or less, pizza's free, bro. That, I thought everybody <laughs> knew 20 minutes or less, pizza was free, hear bro. about the climate change. And no anchovies, dude. What we are doing with student loan debt pulls very high. Uh, the challenge that we have as an administration is we got to let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> That's our challenge. <laughs> we got to know who l- let you do who brung it to you. <laughs> like, what a freaking weirdo. Nobody wants this fucking freak to be their president, dude. Uh, listen, Campbell, no, everybody knows who brought him the, what would you give him, $1,000, $1,200 in student <laughs> relief? Student loan relief? Yeah, but they also know who brought him the 599 for a pomegranate. <laughs> po- $5.99 for a pomegranate? Lunch used to cost $5.99. Listen to how this imbecile talks to you people. She thinks you guys are idiots, man. It's insane well, to are. me. Like, uh, you, her response right there on 60 Minutes. <laughs> we brung it to you. We done brung it to you. What a freaking moron. This is, nobody wants this human being to be any type of representative on any level. Are you kidding me? You got a great crusty laugh. That sounded just like crusty the <laughs> Every time you do it, it makes me think of burn the seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, burn the seat. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's just smokers. You got to smoke, you get the throat. I just loved that clip. Her so if anyone has the time, I think there's a clip, a snippet of that floating around in the uh, X verse. But I, uh, the interview itself on the sixty minutes, pretty weird. She, the camel is just so classic with the awkward laughs and pauses, <laughs> and she never says anything of substance. So it just cre- like for as a, from an interview perspective, it's just very hilarious to watch because you could see the interviewer is just having a hard time even just navigating this stupid person who has no right being vice president of the United States, second in line. It's crazy. Oh, it, yeah. It's you just insane. Give, you got to give props to her PR team. They're like. Hey, Camel, we need to get you on 60 Minutes. You sure it's the right time? Are you kidding me? Israel, Gaza, Ukraine, <laughs> shooter in Maine. 
baby. Nobody's going to care what you say. Let's go. You're right, dude. Elon's going to be on Joe Rogan. Nobody's going to listen to you. <laughs> and then in six months when they're like, she never does anything mainstream. We can show. She did 60 minutes. Wow. Great call. And you can pull a couple. I don't think there's anything you can clip of her. Where she showed the picture. Smart. <laughs> Just keep showing her uh, with Tupac. Or no, what was the guy? Uh, Montel Let me Williams. tell you, the, the, Kamala Harris sounds great in stills. <laughs> really nails the point in stills. <laughs> She's just an asset. It's pretty obvious she was moved up the chain. And if you don't believe us, we have deep dived this, doved this. I'll go with dived this. We have done it many times here. Uh, it? Yeah, doved it. Yeah, with Mon- it? No, dove it. We've deep we dove it many times uh, with dove? the Montel Williams. She Montel Williams, Secret Service, huge history with the triple letter uh, alphabet agencies, and uh, he he started her career. So you can only imagine that Kamala was bred from the get go. Get go, mm. just like Obama. Barry Sotero has a lot of bizarre beginnings, especially in his days in Hawaii and. You know, I mean, this just uh, these people who become president. You never know about you know how they're told and bred to get there, and then it makes you think about Trump. Where every time Trump decided to run for president, the entire establishment threw everything they had to get that guy to not be able to run, and then we finally pulled it off. They literally started a pandemic worldwide to get him out of office. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, that little thing. <laughs> It just makes you think a little bit. You know, like, oh, a little guy, don't worry about that little guy. You get these players yeah. like Kamala, like, man, how did she rise and ascend to the VP? And also, when she first hit the scene, she was on like E Entertainment with Montel Williams in a clear threesome at an award show. Like, what's going Dude, we on? We gotta double here? check. I think her and Zelinsky were on the real world together or something. This is kind of. <laughs> I totally believe it. Oh, and just to clarify, it would be deep dove in America. Outside the United States, it would be deep dived. Wow, we on, we're the only yeah. country who goes with the dove? But with the, technically in English, you could do dove or dived, but in the United States, it was more frequently, you would, we did a, we deep dove into and then outside America, it would be we deep-dived into. Yeah, that's right, UK. Suck it. We deep-dove all over it, your bitches. ass in 1776. Uh, that's right, we baby. We dove all over your face, bitch. And what then we double-doved on your ass in 1812. You know 1812. It. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> we're ready for more, burned baby. <laughs> burned down the White House. We were sick of it anyways. Built it better. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what I mean? Oh, man, no. <laughs> we're more corrupt than ever. <laughs> Oh,